0: Hello listeners, this is First in Gold with Freddie and Pete. A football podcast with everything 49ers first.
1: After the game, I thought to myself, none of these guys are going to be able to handle DK Metcalf or DeAndre Hopkins or Cooper Cup. I I think there's a huge concern just on the secondary alone, especially with with, uh, Verrett being gone. I mean, he was when we signed them, that was supposed to be like our one, you know, right? like our, our primary starter, like the concern was always going to be who's playing opposite of Barrett, right? right now you still have that question mark because that's still rotating. But then your, your guy that you were supposed to rely on to be like the consistent every week, you know, starter is gone. So, you know, now you have two huge holes. Yes. Norman's coming in. You're, you're asking a lot of Norman to come in and be a starter. If you're starting him Sunday, I'll, I'll tell you that right now. I think, you know, he's going to need a couple of weeks to, to kind of ramp up. So I, I think just watching the game alone, secondary was a huge concern, um, especially when you start thinking about down the road, like who you're playing, right? Devontae Adams and, and playing like more premier receivers. That, that's just, that's going to be a red flag for me. Yeah. Now that week one's, you know, in the books and we've had some time to reflect and let things kind of sit and fester a little bit. Uh, how, how do you feel in regards to Sunday morning's game against Detroit you know, what, what are three things that you think um, we did well? What are three things that obviously are, are areas of concern for you?
0: So, there, I mean, there was uh, quite a few good things. I think the number one that stood out for me was the uh, Debo Samuels' level of play. He just – he straight dominated. Uh, the other thing was Elijah Mitchell. He stepped up and played solid. He looked just like Raheem Mostert um, back in 2019 to me he had a, a pretty good burst he uh, was able to drive through contact um and yeah man he, he was pretty dynamic um and then on the defensive side the lenore he stepped up and i think man he did he played admirably as well especially being a rookie he there was only three targets thrown his way he allowed one catch and i think it was three or five yards allowed and yes yeah, that's that's awesome um Especially since we've had a couple injuries now, I think if he's has to be in the starter role as the second guy, we will be all right for most of the games. But um, I'd still still always concerned about that depth. So that's that's leads me over to one of the three things that I'm worried about is that depth at cornerback. And we yeah we brought in two guys in Josh Norman and uh, Dre Kirkpatrick, Um, but you know we'll see how, how they perform. Um, the run game the run defense i mean it was it was atrocious terrible yeah it yeah. was terrible it's just without kinlaw there man there's just a huge hole yeah. um armstead he did solid in uh pass you know pass blitzing but run stopping mm-hmm. he just can't get it done next to dj jones um, yeah. so hopefully i mean we can figure that out hopefully uh, kinlaw can come back soon from that knee injury and uh be a a stopgap fill that fill that gap so guys just can't run up the middle and um, what else? What what else do you think wasn't looking too good for us on
1: Sunday? I think with with the defensive line, it, that was my you know kind of a, my look forward to right when when we went into Sunday. I thought you know oh if we harass you know golf, make him make mistakes, get after him, harass him, and all that. That that's kind of where it starts for me. Uh, I didn't see that right. I didn't see uh, if we're gonna try to compare. 2019 defense alliance. This time, mean, this not even close. It's 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 not even in the stratosphere. The way they were collapsing the pocket with Buckner and and Bosa and and um, and D Ford in the beginning of that season was nothing like what I saw on Sunday. I mean, Jared Goff had his way really in the second half. You don't give up 350 yards to to a guy who's supposed to be a statue. So I think that's where um, I I just had huge concerns over just the consistency of of. The and the lack of uh, them getting any pressure on golf, uh, so that's where it started for me. That was that was probably the, the first thing that I noticed. Um, well, I want to I want to counter that there with you because they were
0: the defensive line was getting a lot of pressure on him. Like Armstead alone had nine quarterback pressures, and then Bosa and Ford also each had another five uh, quarterback pressures. So as soon as the uh, Verrett went out, and, and I think they played. Ambry Thomas or Dante J- uh, Johnson, that's when it didn't even matter. He, he Jared Goff would be on his back foot falling down like Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. These wide <laughs> receivers were wide open, man. Like they, It didn't matter if you got the pressure because the, our cornerback play was yeah. so terrible that our cornerbacks weren't even in the picture on, on watching the game on Sunday. That's how bad it got, man. It, it, like Yeah, there's that point where the defense is getting the pressure. The cornerbacks still have to do... Shit, guard a guy for three to five seconds, man. Come on, absolutely, absolutely. Out there,
1: yeah, and and, and to your point, yeah, Bosa had a sack late in the game. Uh, Contavia Street had a sack, so I'll, I'll take that as little small wins. But and there was that that hit that
0: Ford did <coughs> and that caused an interception on the pick six.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they had their moments of play, sure, but as a as a body of work, right? As a from like full sixty minutes, I wasn't happy. I mean, I I would probably give it a B minus performance. I. I I just have high expectations for that defensive line because I know who they have to face later in the year, right? Kyler Murray would have ate, ate that performance up. Uh, Russell Wilson, you know, guys like Matt Stafford, I mean, those are the guys we're going to have to face twice a year. You're going to have to find a better way to get after them than what they did against Jared Goff because that's just not going to cut it for me on the defensive line. And then, and then you add the secondary play, like, dude, I mean, with with, with Verrett being out, like, someone's going to have to step up. And again, I, I, hate putting all this stock into, you know, the guy we just signed, Kirkpatrick uh, and then also Josh Norman, but you know, what we're, we're going to have to figure out a way to limit some of those big plays because running up the middle was, was, uh, you know, it was embarrassing. Right. I mean, was, they were averaging like 10 yards of carry every time they were just running up the middle. And those were those two running backs. I told you my, my, I told my buddies not to start from Detroit and Jamal <laughs> yeah. Williams, yeah, I, I looked like, like you know, like I didn't know what the hell I was talking about at the end of that game, you know. And so uh, that obviously didn't make me feel good. But, you know, I think with with the lack of the internal pressure with no Kinlam and then a bad, you know, secondary play is why you give up 33 points. So I'd say those are the two biggest things. And offensively, Ayuk was on a milk carton. You know, I, uh, um, yeah. again, I had, I had, a, I had one of my closest buddies drafted him in fantasy. You know, he's, he's asking me like, what's going on? What, you know, is he being, did he even make a flight? I had no answers for him. You know, I'm like trying to Google and, and trying to figure out where I was, did he even, is he at the stadium? Um, I mean, yeah, he's supposed to be our wide receiver one. And for him to have no, you know, basically one target or whatever he had, and no catches, and uh, that, that was a concern to me too. So I think, um, there are some things I like to see different next week against Philly.
0: Yeah, for sure. It sounds like what Shanahan was saying. They, they, he's got him in the doghouse for one reason or another. Um, he's just must not like the level or level of play that he's seeing from Ayuk right now, and probably trying to you know teach him a lesson. And hey, you know you need to wake up. You're a, you're a big part of our team, but you know you you can step up. You can do better. And hopefully it's something like that, and they can figure it out before we get to the Seahawks and and possibly the Green Bay Packers if they wake up, who knows. Um, But, yeah, man, and then also another thing that was pretty concerning was how the 49ers almost let the game slip away with that onside kick by Kittle. Yeah, that took a weird bounce, but still you got to do a little bit better than that. There wasn't – you know, the kicking team wasn't that close in your face where you needed to, like, push the ball at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, You just need to read that a little bit better. And then Debo Samuel fumbling late too, giving him one last shot to – Possibly tie it up if they scored and went for a two point and converted, right? But um, yeah, man. Um, hopefully they use it as a big learning lesson that this game, you know, this level in this league, games can change quickly. It's nothing's out of reach. What we were up forty-one seventeen, and two scores later, they were they were still with, lions were back in it. Yeah. Um, so it, they, hopefully they, it's a it's a learning le- you know it's a teaching point.
1: They put us on the ropes, you know, and I think anytime uh, you're on the other end of it, right, I'm always one to say whether it's in my job or, you know, uh, from a sports uh, uh, sports reference, like putting somebody on the ropes is what you always want to do. What you don't want is be on the other end of that where you're on the ropes, right, because now you're on your heels and, and you're being reactive. And that's basically what happened to us is. You know, we, we were, you know, on the brink of losing that game, and that and that's just unacceptable, uh, considering how well, you know, and now we'll talk about what, what we did well, right, in terms of, you know, it seems like Garoppolo, 300-plus yards, touchdown, no interceptions, no, uh, you know, no turnovers, with the exception of that fumble on the first drive, which, I mean, hell, that's the worst way you can start a fucking game, right, is, is fumble <laughs> the ball, and now you just lost a possession, you lost a, a series of plays, so now we have one less – you know, opportunity on offense than the other team is going to get because we just gave it up. So that's not an ideal start. But, you know, he came back and he played well the, the whole game. I, I think one one thing I liked was I, I liked that they uh, obviously stuck to running the ball with wet, whether Mostert was there or Elijah Mitchell or if it was going to be hasty. Uh, Shanahan didn't deviate from that. That's just, that's just who we are. So I think, you know, sticking to who you are, especially in a game like that where, you know, you want to make sure that you're imposing your will early on is important. Um, Trey Lance, uh, I like that they, they had him in that, you know, pass that he had, but th- mm-hmm. th- those three snaps where he like ran up and behind the lineman's ass and, and had a one yard gain. It was just, I, I thought it was just a waste of a play for him. Like if that's all you came up with during, you know, summer and training camp and preseason and, the best you can do is three fucking runs for one yard behind the lineman. I I, I'm shocked that that's what they use. They use them for.
0: Uh, Yeah. I guess Dan Campbell really was prepared for that, but he wasn't prepared for Garoppolo (laughs) Garoppolo, (laughs) Garoppolo, man. He had his way. He had his way finding Debo wide open, Trent Sherfield at times. And I mean, Kittle's Kittle. we got weapons all over the place and the offensive line looked, looked dominant. I think, uh, the, the left side and Alex Mack didn't, didn't, um, allow any pressures whereas Brunskill and uh, McGlinchey combined for I believe it was just one one pressure I don't know if I don't remember if it was one pressure each or just one combined pressure but that's really solid I mean being able to give Jimmy time like that he can get rid of the ball quick but you you never want to see your your quarterback under pressure and taking hits so that that was a that was a huge plus and I think a lot of that has to do with Alex Mack being in there that you know that veteran center, and even if he's his level of, of play isn't what it used to be when he was a pro bowler, but he right. can still make those callouts and those those line adjustments, and that, I think that's huge. And uh, really happy to see that and them meshing really well.
1: Oh yeah, I, I would have been concerned if uh, they were just giving up, you know, sack after sack, because that's obviously not the formula to win a ball game. So I think. Having, uh, having a solid O line play especially obviously starting with Trent Williams and him protecting Jimmy for you know most of the game is is um, good to see like you said Kittle I'm, I expect him to do those nice plays every week as long as he's healthy and and you know we have our, our starting guys in rotation um, I have no doubts that they can put up you know 31 41 points against anybody really um, I think ultimately it's going to boil down to, can they limit the points that the other team can score, especially the good teams? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, seeing what the Bucks did on Thursday, uh, you know, I'll tell you this right now. I think if I had to just, someone had a gun to my head, I would say that, you know, the road to LA runs through Tampa in terms of who's playing in Tampa for that championship game. Right now, I would say that they're going to host that game and it's just a matter of who's representing on the other side of that and whether that's, You know, us or the Rams or the Seahawks or the Cardinals. I I think it'll come from the NFC West because we just have the hardest division in football.
0: Yeah, and and like we always say, the iron sharpens iron. So uh, that'll just get us more battle tested and ready for those (laughs) those tough engagements against the the better teams in the league. Mm -hmm. Um, Moving on the next week against Philadelphia should be another another solid test, and it'll be interesting to see what happens at the cornerback position. I, I I think we might still make another move and bring in your boy Sherman but I, I still <laughs> I still believe that's a couple weeks away yeah to see to how they see how these guys do and and possibly give Amador Lenore a, a chance to continue to prove himself because he's done really well in the preseason and he did really well in week one um, just pretty much eliminating the guy that he was covering um, the other guys just need to step up now and, and that's going to be a huge task especially uh, dealing with the guys that you love, you love the mobile quarterbacks and mm-hmm. and Jalen Hurts showed last week that he's got it and he looks yeah. pretty solid.
1: Yeah, Philly's a better team than Detroit, right? Oh, yeah. they, have a, they have a better front four defensive. They can create pressure. Um, Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than than Jared Goff. Miles Sanders uh, should be, I would say, a better running back than than the guys that we saw in Detroit in terms of his pass catching ability as well. Devontae Smith is a first round pick. They have another first round pick there um so they're gonna have weapons to to you know spread us out and and to have him run around and try to find open receivers so i think this game i i i remember i told you this a couple weeks ago the first two weeks were tune-ups in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. um it it obviously showed that maybe the first week wasn't as much of a tune-up as i thought it was going to be this is not going to be a tune-up this is going to be an actual like we we need a you know we need to play this team like like they're a playoff team too because I, i think that they maybe can be um and especially in their in their weak division mm-hmm. I, i'm gonna approach philly like you know hey we need to have our ducks in a row and, and we can't get cute we need to make sure we have a good game plan because you know this could be a 27 24 you're squeaking out of there with the game winning field goal and onto uh santa clara for for the packers so it's gonna be a tough one uh I, i'm i'm expecting this to be a you know really good football game and i think it they're gonna give us their best and, and we're gonna have to you know show up with our game for sure
0: yeah, it'll be a good it'll be a good game to clean up on those mistakes. You know, lock in, buckle down. Mm-hmm. Um, see when I when I see the a mobile corner or quarterback, um, I feel like it's more of the cornerbacks that need to step up because the defensive line is not going to be able to, you know, chase around the quarterback as much. So the defensive uh, secondary has yeah. to cover more tightly and longer. In Man. those instances. So this is going to be a really tough game, I think, for the cornerbacks. And uh, hopefully, again, they can, they can step up to the challenge and, 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 and stop that and stop Jalen Hurts from scrambling out and extending plays and finding an open receiver. That's going to be yeah. a true test because we've had problems with that in the past.
1: I, I'd say shitty cornerback quarterback play doesn't necessarily mean they're calling Sherman next Monday. I think if a guy gets hurt in the secondary, like Emo or uh, one, one of our other guys who's going to be starting – I mean, I, I don't see how you don't make that call, but right. um, yeah, I, I think they're obviously gonna trust the the guys that we have right now to come in and step in and and I, I don't know if I trust Deontay Johnson because I've seen enough out of him. I mean he's he's signed with the team like you know, seventeen times already. And so cut
0: I, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: seventeen times. <laughs> so I, I've seen all I, I need to see from him. Uh he's just not a starter in the league. So I think um you know, it's going to depend on on the pass rush ultimately, and then you know, offensively, we're just going to have to make sure that we uh, spread the ball out and and make sure that Jimmy doesn't take unnecessary hits, especially with with how they played last year against us. Uh, I know it was Nick Mullins playing in that game, but they did a really good job forcing some, some some turnovers and um, you know, uh, getting the ball back to to, to Carson Wentz you know, who was there at that time. So yeah, it'll be a tough one, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think you know, it'll be a good game and good test for us. And then, um, you know, we got our home opener against green Bay. So, you know, we want to make sure we have all our, you know, all our stars aligned for that one. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Until next time faithful. We'll catch you guys later. Peace. (laughs)
0: Thank you for listening to first and gold.